Hey guys, we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. What are we, fucking PBS? Oh yeah, you know it. I'm LeVar Burton. I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. All right. I caught it first. Yeah, I'm hosting we... Jeopardy. <laughs> are you though? Listen guys, we, we need your help uh, to help keep the lights on as they say. Uh, we are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch, uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for. Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. You Back. can either be a friend yeah. of the show, a oh. friend with benefits. Ooh. We just we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it already. Yeah. Ooh, damn. And if you uh, if you exceed that amount, uh, you know we'll send you some not safe for work picks if, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's not safe for your eyes picks in my case, but <laughs> I'll say for anything right. picks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, guys, check out uh, patreoncom motcu. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool. Uh, swag coming your way from stickers to t-shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah. The yeah. tears started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on that on that number one tier. And All with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout out on every episode. Right. So, come on. That's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus, what a steal. Yeah, guys, right? check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. And then enjoy this week's movie. And we're back for part three of The King's Man, The Secret Service. Um, when we when we left, uh, you know, uh, we just realized that Eggsy's, you know, He's not going to, once again, spill the beans. He's going to keep his mouth shut like a fucking true OG does. Loyalty. Um, yeah, loyalty loyalty pays. Uh, and now they get their day off to, to learn a little bit of, of, you know, mentoring with their mentors. Like, this is like the worst uh, cooks in America. Like, they do the cooking contest and they get a day with their, like, the lady with the crazy hair or whoever else the man is in the season. Because it's always the same lady, but they change the man every year. Um, it's just, you broke my neck with that fucking... That swerve, dude. Yeah, that's an apt comparison. Totally. Yeah, that's, that, that reminds <laughs> me. Like, because they're they're not the worst cooks in America, honestly, but they're pretty bad. They're pretty bad. Yeah, they're pretty fucking bad. <laughs> yeah. So uh, here comes our next scene, and this is a uh, you know, Eggsy learning about the rules of being a gentleman from Galahad. To pee or not to pee. That was the headline the day after I defused a dirty bomb in Paris. Germany won, England five. Missed that game. I was breaking up an undercover spy ring at the Pentagon. My first mission foiled the assassination of Margaret Thatcher. Not everybody would thank you for that one. The point is, Eggsy, nobody thanked me for any of them. Front page news on all these occasions was celebrity nonsense. Because it's the nature of Kingsman that our achievements remain secret gentleman's name should appear in the newspaper only three times when he's born when he marries and when he dies and we are first and foremost gentlemen it's me fuck then what's like charlie said i'm just a pleb nonsense being a gentleman has nothing to do with the circumstances of one's birth 
Being a gentleman is something one learns. Yeah, but how? All right, first lesson. You should have asked me before you took a seat. Second lesson. How to make a proper martini. Yes, Harry. God damn it! It fucking hurts! You're the one who asked for a biometric security system. What's wrong with a simple switch? A simple switch? This is an extremely dangerous machine. It should only be operated by someone as responsible and sane as me. Bad shit could happen if this falls into the wrong hands. Whoa! We done here? Shit! No. Now this one. For the test at the church. This one just has a short range. A simple switch will do. proper like a my fair lady don't be absurd being a gentleman has nothing to do with one's accent it's about being at ease in one's own skin as Hemingway said there is nothing noble in being superior to your fellow man true nobility is being superior to your former self now first thing every gentleman needs is a good suit by which I mean a bespoke suit never off the peg and Kingsman suits are always bulletproof so let's get you measured, and then whether you get the job or not, you'll have a lasting and useful memento of your time at Kingsman. I'm so sorry, sir, but a gentleman is completing his fitting. Fitting room two is available. One does not use fitting room two when one is popping one's cherry. Perhaps I'll show you fitting room three while we wait. So we going up or down? Neither. Is this it? Of course not. Pull the hook on your left. Oh yes. Very, very nice. You're going to need a pair of shoes to go with your suit. An Oxford is any formal shoe with open lacing. This additional decorative piece is called broguing. Oxford's not brogues. Words to live by, Exe. Words to live by. Try a pair. Your weapon scores are excellent, by the way. These you're familiar with, and this is our standard issue pistol. It's quite unique, as you'll see. It also fires a shotgun cartridge for use in messy, close-range situations. How do they feel? Yeah, good. Now do your very best impersonation of a German aristocrat's formal greeting. No, Pixie. <laughs> that is sick. In the old days, they had a phone in the heel as well. How do I get it back in? Well, it's coated with one of the fastest acting neurotoxins known to man, so very carefully. Now, I've had a lot of fun with this. One of our finest examples of chemical engineering. A poison, harmless when ingested, but at a time convenient to you can be remotely activated, primed, lethal. And what about these? What do these do? Electrocute you. Don't be ridiculous. It's a hand grenade. Shut up. You want to electrocute someone, you'll need a signet ring. The gentleman traditionally wears the signet on his left hand, but a kingsman wears it on whichever hand happens to be dominant. Touch the contact behind the ring, it delivers 50,000 volts. And what about them? What makes them so special? Nothing. 
that technology's caught up with the spy world. Put it back, exit. Ah, perfect timing. Gentlemen's just finished. Mythka de Vere! What a coincidence. You are totally the reason I am here. When you left my house, I was thirsting for that dope-ass smoking jacket you had on. And since I'm going to Royal Ascot, and apparently you need one of these penguin suits, here I am. What are you doing here? What's up, man? Richmond Valentine. This is my new valet. I was just introducing him to my tailor. Another coincidence. So am I. Have you had any chance to think further on my proposal? Most definitely. My people will be getting in touch with you very soon. I guarantee it. A word of advice. Ascot requires top hat. I might suggest Locke and Co. Hattis. St. James's. Locke as in smoke fish? As in locked up. Oh. I have trouble understanding you people sometimes. You all talk so funny. Gentlemen, would you look after him, please? I just got to point out there was a fucking not only was that a 20 minute long clip there was a get smart reference in right? that fucking clip <laughs> yeah yeah but the, uh, there wasn't really a place where I could cut that clip that like made sense like that it was all important dialogue no I got you and it just builds oh. the tension I love how the movie like the music and this does build the tension too like you get the little stingers the ding dong and the little yep. like everything like <clears throat> it's so bond yeah, very old school. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a there's a fun kind of, I don't want to say cheesy, but just a, I don't know, a classic quality to the score in this movie. And the way it accentuates those little moments when he pops out and... Dee, 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 dee. <laughs> Makes me think so. I think Austin Powers also did it really well. Um, yeah, man. And I'll also say, too, I love Samuel L. Jackson. There are some moments in this movie where the acting feels a little phoned in between him and his his knife-footed henchman. Yes. I think her, her acting is a little weaker. Yeah. You know, like some of it feels like I'm listening to him rehearsing lines, like in his spare bedroom with somebody. Yeah, it's like he brought it down to yeah. her level. Yeah. Her I don't know, but I want the three of us to go ascotting. <laughs> <laughs> I would go ascotting anytime. It just you sounds mean, fun. Could, it, Doug, is, hold on. Fred from Scooby Doo. Could ascotting be the three of us in booty shorts at Epcot? We call it ascot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, my ass is finally ready for public viewing, so let's do it. Just us wearing <laughs> booty yeah. shorts and top hats, and we'll call it ascotting. I'm go. Puerto Rican. You know, I got a, a plump bottom, brother. Yeah. I'm in. Oh, hell, hell yeah. yeah. This is going to be fun. Uh, that's um, a real but by the way that uh, that hat shop is real like that's what it's called 
Oh shit! Okay. Yes. Okay. It is lock is lock in company, and it's a. I real, got a dope bath top hat. <laughs> I know. This is a dope bath top hat. <laughs> like this fuck. Yeah. But apparently, he had a lisp as a child, so that's where he got that from. Interesting. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, so uh, he started out. Um. Eggsies and and you know, uh, Galahad's. Or Harry's. I don't know. Fuck, it's hard to call him either one. But he's in this room and he's like looking at the newspaper articles. And, you know, the cool line is like a gentleman's name should only appear in the newspaper three times when he's born, when he gets married, and when he dies. And uh, what he's saying is we don't do this for the fame. We do this because it's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Eggsy's starting to get this. And, you know, he's like, well, shit, I want to be a better person. He's like, my whole life, you know, I've been this thing and like I keep thinking I can't be better and he's like you're showing me I can be better and um, it's it's really cool like the the whole like idea behind all of this and he he accepts it and he goes train me show me like teach me master Yoda <laughs> like show me the ways um, he goes well, the first thing you did is you should have fucking asked for he sat down <laughs> yeah on some real gentleman shit like listen yeah He's like, you should have asked me if it was okay to take a seat. Yeah. But I like that, man. It shows a, a level of decorum that we as Americans are not accustomed to. No. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, you know, he gets to the shop and he's like, we're not going to pop your cherry in the fucking room, too. <laughs> no, fucking, what are you, so sort of fucking plebe? Yeah, he's like, let's go to room three, though, real quick. I'm going to show you the fucking room three. I appreciate the dude who played the tailor behind the counter. And the creepy smile he He's gave. Like, <laughs> 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 Room three. <laughs> like, oh, man. Yeah, right. A wall of dildos in there or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I was watching. I love watching Honest Trailers. And the one for Wakanda Forever came out. And uh, the, when they went to Martin. The one scene where Martin Freeman picks up the beads is like. When you when you're trying to hide your anal beads up your ass, just like oh, from your ex-wife, <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Uh, but uh, he goes in room three. There's a bunch of weapons in there, um, but they're all like you know the traditional spy stuff. Like it's, yeah. I, I love spy. Like we used to have the spy store in Miami. I used to love going to, and it was like all kinds of cool, interesting things that you know have no real use, but they're just cool. Yeah, this, yeah. Was, this was totally your James Bond homage. All the gadgets, all the cute yep. shit, you know, secret pens and fucking. I like when they panned over to the fucking cell phones and tablets. Yeah. It was like, nah, no, it's just technology. Know, everybody's got that shit now. That's just caught up with us. And then my favorite line is, "Do your best impersonation of a German aristocrat." He fucking puts the Hitler mustache <laughs> and fucking. <laughs> it's a bit of a wiseacre. This guy. Uh, but uh, he's like, no, just click your heels together. And a fucking little blade comes out, which this blade may be important later because it ha- contains a neurotoxin. So be very fucking careful with oh, that shit. Foreshadowing to oh, Kill Bill yep. 2. Look, I'm saying in Act 1, if there's a fucking uh, foot uh, knife with some poison on it, it's going to come back in Act 3. Yeah, Act 3 is going to have some foot poison dart knife Yeah, action. So um, we get over to... Uh, to, to the, the room one's now available and who's coming out of it? Valentine in his dope ass penguin suit <laughs> it's me motherfucker I'm gonna go <laughs> ascotting I need the dope ass penguin suit um, so uh, well, let's go ascotting and he goes well ascots have to have a top hat he's like go to this 
the whole point was he wanted to get this top hat because top hat has a microphone in it because it's spy on spy or spy versus spy i used to watch that show that was spy on spy is my favorite porn up category yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's where the the black spy gets on the white spy and <laughs> or vice versa you never know yeah or there's four black spies sitting behind a couch with one white spy on it. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, we get to the the last test they're gonna they're gonna do right now. This is down between Roxy and Eggsy to see who's gonna become the next King's Man. So uh, Arthur and Merlin in their respective rooms are with Eggsy and Roxy, and uh, you know Arthur's telling Eggsy, "Hey, I, th- I think you might be able to do this. You know, I was I had my reservations, but you're kind of." proving me wrong here but uh here's a gun shoot that fucking dog <laughs> uh and eggsy kind of is like shaking hand he's like oh fuck i don't shoot this fucking dog i like this dog merlin told me not to pick the fucker up but i picked it up and slept in my bed with me and i fucking grew attached to this goddamn dog um it's like damn it why can't this be like the pug from men in black that talks so i can like tell it like <laughs> what's going on but this was very much a callback to the fox scene the empathy like for yeah. animals you know what i mean like you knew who he was as a man. Like this is yep. a tough guy, but he has a soft spot and he's got the empathy and he's, he's not willing to, you know, just willy nilly murder a, an innocent animal. Yeah. Also, it seems like he's been a beaten dog most of his life. So he kind of feels for it. Oh, exactly. So, um, you know, he is struggling and, and Arthur's like, give me the gun back. And, like, as he does that, he points the gun back at him the same way Arthur pointed at him originally. And we hear a gunshot go off from the other room. And Arthur goes, well, at least the girl's got some balls. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Eggsy gives him the gun back and takes his dog and steals uh, steals the taxi out front and uh, goes to the pub. Because he's going to confront he's gonna confront Dean. He's like, nah, fuck this. He's like, I'm, a, I'm tired of being a fucking pussy pushover. He's like, I'm going to stand up for myself. He gets out there. And he starts yelling at him, tells his Muppets to get inside. He's going to fight him. And uh, Dean goes to walk towards him. And lo and behold, the fucking taxi windows go up and drives off like itself, like it's a fucking Tesla or taxi or something. Um, but, by the way, can we borrow the term Muppets from the British as an insult? Is I do that like that one. great? Yeah, yeah, it's one of my favorite things ever. I heard it from Gordon Ramsay on, on one of his cooking shows. And I thought it was brilliant. And then I heard it in this movie. And I was like, you know what? That's I'm, I'm adopting that into my own life. And I also appreciate the way that Homeboy stuck a gun in uh, Arthur's face. Because to me, that was, it was one thing not to shoot the dog, but to then stick the gun in your boss's face. Yeah. You know, it wasn't a matter of not having the balls. It was, it was, yeah. wow, he's, he's so sticking by his guns here and not shooting this little pug that he's. Right. I'll shoot you, but I won't shoot the dog. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Absolutely love that. So uh, he steals the cab, um, but the cab gets hijacked by the uh, by the override, and it takes him to Harry's house. Um, Harry's like disappointed in Eggsy for failing the test, and he's like, "Should have shot the fucking dog, bro. Like, bro, come on, shut the, shoot the dog." <laughs> and we come to find out that uh, Harry still has his dog stuffed above his toilet. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "God, he's fucking sick. You shot the thing and then had it stuffed." He goes, "Uh, no." I shot it and then took care of it for the next 17 years. And now it's yeah. here. Died of pancreatitis. Yeah. It, Cause um, we couldn't find out there was a blank in the gun. Originally, the original script had them actually shooting the dogs. Ooh. Oh really? Yeah. Because that was done by the, uh, it was done by the fucking Nazis, by the SS. They would train their officers and have them give them dogs and have them shoot the fucking things. Oh my 
Um, but his his co-writing partner, I forget her name, she said, I think we might lose the audience if we do that. So we need to switch this up. <laughs> yeah, I probably would have so, turned the movie off yeah. because they spent a solid fucking 15 Mississippi zooming in on that dog's yeah, innocent they, eyes. Yeah, he's all fucked exactly. up teeth and everything. I know. He was batting his eyes at you and everything. It was running. Yeah. I know. In the eyes of an <laughs> <angel>. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Yeah. Which I got a beef with that commercial only because for some reason they would come on Comedy Central in the middle of the night. Like I'm watching South Park. I don't need yes, to fucking do. cry yeah. about some dogs. Because it's the only time they can afford a minute but thirty seconds. Don't commercial. put it on Comedy Central. Put yeah. it on some fucking, you know, like I, I'm trying I drive, to laugh. I drive Erica and Hannah crazy with that because for some reason that doesn't bother me at all. I don't oh. know. Oh, no, it doesn't I don't bother get me emotional either. with that and they do. So I leave it on. Like if it comes on, I'll sit there and watch, watch the whole thing and make them listen to it. I'll turn oh. the volume up. That shit kills me, man. I don't know it what it me. is. It'd be me. I'd be sitting there with like a bowl of Chinese food eating. It'd be like, whatever this one's name was. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> God damn yeah it. I, I, I mean, you know me. I, I, I cried to drive a hat, but that doesn't get to me. I don't know what it is. I'll cry over a human before I cry over an animal, I guess. I don't know what, what the reasoning is, but it, I It sends I me into a guilty them. place because yeah. I, I think of all the times like I'm an asshole to my dog. You know? <laughs> Just yelling at him for you know, Jake, get off the fucking table, you know. Yeah. And then and then I see these battered fucking miserable dogs. I'm like, oh my god, I love you so much. <laughs> and they're like never good looking dogs either. They're just like these like ratty ass fucking dogs. It's like well, that makes it worse. Suck. Yeah, yeah that like, makes it worse. Like, show Whoa. me a fucking like I want to like best in show here. Like that's what I'm talking about. Oh, I don't mean to break the flow, but if you haven't already, this is related to the dogs. You have to. You guys have to look up the trailer for a new movie coming out called Strays. Oh no! No, 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 dude! It's a live-action dog movie with Will Ferrell and Jamie Fox. Oh no! And Will For- and Will Forte. It's oh, a completely different. Oh no! It's a fucking R-rated comedy. Okay, oh, maybe shit. I'll be in. So Will Forte is the human owner, and he keeps trying to get rid of his dog, played by Will Farrell. He drives him he's out like, to the country. He's like, "Come on, dog! Why do you keep descri- sitting on my floor?" <laughs> he describes he the dog describes it as uh, fetch and fuck because. <laughs> He, it's a really fun game. My owner brings me out. It's really far away. And he throws the ball and I get the ball and I make it all the way back home. And when I walk in the house with the ball, my owner goes, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. then he's, he's, he's actually convinced by, he's taught by the other city strays that his owner is abusing him. So he's like, fine, I'm going to find him and I'm going to bite his dick off. <laughs> Speaking of uh, inappropriate anthropomorphic dogs, did you ever watch the show Wilfred? Yeah, oh, that I was one of that, our favorite man. shows. You I fucking love, love that, that show. Fucking show, so good. Absolutely mm-hmm. love that show. But anyway, yeah. So Strays, it's called Strays. There's a trailer out. It looks I'm like it's it gonna out. be fucking funny. Nice. Yeah, Wilfred. Wilfred was fucking great, and Wilfred yeah. put me onto uh, Elijah Wood stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, like his more adult, like Indian yeah, yeah. Yes. stuff. Dirt totally. gently, baby. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, also, right? I just love all FX comedy shows. The other good one that oh, came yeah. on during that time period with Jim Jeffries, legit, was really good. Also, oh, I missed that show so much. It was so good. DJ Qualls, DJ Qualls, DJ. yeah. Yep. He's not really an actual. He's DJ. not a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> That's just too fucking funny. Fucking RJ. Uh, um, Bruno, we're gonna yeah. talk about Bruno. 
That was one of RJ's best bits, I do have to it say. It was. He had and me then me and Eric went to Planet Hollywood. Actual DJ. He did. All of us. Me and, no, so I didn't get me. I'm like, you're full of shit. Yeah, I don't know. I think he got us all for a little bit because we were all kind of drunk. But then, um, me and, then me and Eric went to Planet Hollywood and saw the fucking DJ Qualls outfit from uh, Road Trip. Yep, yeah. Yep. The Superior yeah. Road Trip. But uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, legit was a great show. Tim, Tim and I connected most over that. Tim was a big uh, Jim Jeffries fan. So. Yeah, that's a great yep. show. Sorry, also, I don't know why Wilfred reminds me of Jim Jeffries, even though I know it's not him. He just reminds oh, me. Oh no, 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 no! I get it. I get it because we're all Australian. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Wilfred, like I said, put me onto Elijah Wood stuff. But the Elijah yeah. Wood stuff put me onto the Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, I was giving him Miracle yeah. Workers. They're the same person. You know, Miracle and, Workers and is so fucking great. Miracle Workers is great, and I love that movie. Oh God, it's the Farting Corpse movie. Oh, I forget um, the name of it. Swiss Army Man. Swiss yeah. Army Man. Yeah, that was great, man. That was right? so good. I know. I like to. Did do you see Guns Akimbo with Daniel? Yes. Oh God, no, I, like I, I forgot about it. that Holy one. Fuck, dude, it's you so good. See that one, man. I'm, I'm like, he, I'm like, just like, what's going on? We're all in agreement on shit tonight. I love this. I know it's very good, dude. Yeah, he gets he, keys. A guy gets kidnapped and gets guns like surgically. Yeah. Oh my god! Hands. I wanted to see that it's so fucking bad. It's so I completely forgot about it. Holy oh, and shit. for a for a fucking a turn though on that whole thing, Green Room, UFC Green Room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dana Radcliffe and yeah. Patrick Stewart, the fucking yeah. neo Nazi one. That is yeah. fucked up. That movie's fucked up. It's yeah. not a. It's not an easy sitting. No. Oh no, definitely not. This is not just the comedy horror. This is straight up fucked up. Yeah. Like it's very real. Anyway, Joe, what, what movie it? are we doing? I forgot. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was expecting you to just play the theme and let us start all over again. <laughs> yep. I got my idea for smart. I definitely sidetracked us. Um, so, so uh, you know, we find out that the dead dog's sitting above the toilet. Amelia never drowned. She actually works in, in Berlin for the King's Men. And uh, <laughs> while we see this, Roxy's being made the new Lancelot because she passed the test because she has some balls. Um, next, uh, one of my favorite scenes in this entire movie happens. Oh, wait. That's how we know they dumb, they Americanized this fucking British English because no way they would have said balls. They would have said bollocks. That's bollocks. true. Yep. Yeah. But they didn't. So they said balls. So they definitely toned it down. Eric's right. Now, Go ahead. typically, I'm guessing this is the scene where your wife walked into. <laughs> Let's let's hear it and I'll tell you. I'll tell you. So they go to this hate group church in Kentucky. (laughs) And normally I'm not for the mass like slaughtering of just innocent people, but these people are terrible. Like they're the worst. They're not innocent at all. I feel like like Thor, this is Thor talking to Loki, and he's like, brother, you know, I keep trying to like help you and I keep thinking one day you'll be okay, but you're just the worst. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Um this this wasn't the scene that she walked in on. But I love this scene. This scene is so amazing. It's almost more of an atheist scene than the entirety of Sausage Party, which we're going to do next. Oh, God. Yeah. It was fucking crazy. I'll tell you what. This scene is so good that I could sit through Leonard Skinner. Uh, hold on, I love Freebird. Not get crazy angry. And I'm glad yeah. this scene lasted the entire song of Freebird because yeah, we could have exactly. played like we could have played fucking American Pie. We could have played yeah. Alice's Kitchen. I wanted yep. this scene to go on forever. <laughs> like yeah. this scene was so ridiculously good. Yeah. 
Uh, so he um, did most of his stunts too. Colin Firth did most of his stunts in that in that scene. Wow, that's yep. pretty impressive. Because he 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 well the whole cast to make it real they all trained for months. You know, combat training, weight training, everything just to okay. do this movie. And he yeah. he was like the most hardcore of all of them, which I wouldn't expect. Well, I mean, I wouldn't expect. I don't know Colin Firth in real life. I don't know what he's like, but apparently he's dedicated because he he put he put himself through hell to get ready for this flick. I almost pulled an audio clip for this, but it's so bad. I didn't want to put the audio clip. Oh, I, yeah, I just no. kind of crushed yeah. my fingers. You wouldn't. Joe. No, no. I, even, even so when I have restraint, you know, it's bad. Yes. Um, there's this. They're at this church, which is like the Westboro Baptist Church, is what is basically the analog yes, to. Exactly. And the, the pastors up there saying just horrible things, dropping n bombs and. Wait a minute. That's just not every church in America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm joking, folks. I know it's not. I'm just. I'm being a. He's not joking. Face. I'm being hey. an atheist fuck face right now. I'm sorry. I will take that back. No, they all flirt with it, but this is just the, uh, yeah. This is Westboro. Street. No, yeah. Joe's right. This is Web. Yeah, this is, this is one hundred percent Westboro. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, so they they get there and pastors going on and on and like Harry's like, why am I fucking here? He's like, I don't want to deal with this. So he looks at the woman next to him and says he has to leave. And I love the line he drops. I wrote it down yes. just because it's such a good line. I wanted to pull the clip for this line, but I was like, I can't let the other shit fly. He's like, no, we're not doing that. I'm not on the show. Um, he goes, I'm sorry. I'm a Catholic whore who's currently enjoying Congress out of wedlock with my black Jewish boyfriend who works in a military abortion clinic. So hail Satan and have a lovely afternoon. <laughs> Polite as can fucking be. Yeah. It was great, man. Uh, but while this is going on, we we kind of flash over to Valentine and Gazelle who are, have their little mobile set up there, which he didn't biometrically scan because it burned the shit out of his hand through the big one. Yeah. Um, so he's he's like getting ready to turn the machine on and kind of put the, the, the church test to it, the, 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 the spurs to the church test. Um, as he turns this machine on, you see the people start getting up and like the ladies yelling at him as he walks out of the room and you see it start to affect him too, which is kind of interesting because we come to find out it doesn't necessarily affect just the people with the SIM cards. It affects everybody in the range of them unless they basically have <coughs> the implant that protects them from it. Um, so we get what I like to call the reckoning because... <laughs> These people are the most horrible people on earth. They all believe the rhetoric that's coming out of this like shitty fucking preacher's mouth. Yep. And oh my God, I, you've heard like 10 million ways to die in the West. This is like 10 million ways to die in the Westboro Baptist church. (laughs) (laughs) I have never seen so many different ways to kill somebody in one scene. It was strangely a cathartic experience especially yeah. for somebody who lives in the south and is surrounded by people who actually believe some of this shit oh yeah <laughs> and then the entire time freebirds playing the guitar it's basically the guitar solo from freebird playing behind it yeah um so it's timed perfectly with the music the action just non-stop like every camera and it's not just like him fighting everybody it's everybody fighting everybody there is just murder and death happening and there's so many ways like at one point he takes that little thing you know that thing they swing with the ashes in it and he fucking swinging people in i know right oh uh, i don't know what that thing's called but it's like you know you know what i'm talking about the fucking church thing 
Um, I know yeah. what you're talking about, brother. I was raised Catholic, and they used to bust this thing out every yeah. service, and it's swinging on a chain. Yeah, he's like yeah. fucking swinging that bitch off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's people are, and of course, everybody in this church is armed or has a knife because it's fucking you know the South. So he's sure. grabbing guns from this way, grabbing knives from this way, grabbing fucking crosses that have just points on the end of them, just stabbing people. That like the one guy he picks up and he throws him into the cabinet, and you just see his neck like break backwards. It was it was beautifully choreographed this whole sequence. Yeah, and I gotta imagine like for Colin Firth, like a lot of this is like learning dance routines. Oh, it's gotta be. This, oh, know, absolutely. Really well done. The camera work was amazing. We talked about this earlier, but some of the the camera techniques were just sort of like it feels so frenetic but it'll it'll pause kind of on a yeah. moment and yes. it's visually it's really interesting check it out if you haven't seen it um it's just it it it's it's unique it's not like a lot of fight scenes that you see in in modern cinema oh and it's so fucking brutal and gory and just horrible but delightfully horrible because you're like you see women getting killed you see like but like these are do, fucking terrible they, people <laughs> but they did the leg work they they spent about two minutes establishing that all of these people are irredeemable yeah i mean they dropped the edward like three times yeah that was that was super important narratively because you still have to root for the conferth character and he's yeah. massacring i mean just fucking laying waste to these people oh also i love how uh, valentine's like i can't watch this <laughs> like, get over no. here you watch this <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. and then she's like sitting there, she's like you've got to see this holy shit <laughs> and ac's watching it and um merlin's watching it and like everyone's face is like what the fuck is going yeah. on like yeah dude. what is going on but i mean that's a magic trick in itself this sequence by itself but but still rooting for him as he's committing genocide oh it's so but, bad mm -hmm. um they did a really good job i mean you don't you don't ever feel like he shouldn't be doing what he's doing and i think that's the that's like the wire balancing act that they accomplish in the scene it's like well you actively hate these fucking people you know as it's happening so that that was important that was super important but yeah enough can't be said about like like technically how impressive it looks yeah it, it just everything about the scene i fucking love the scene i love this movie it was like it was, like i said these are some of the best fight scenes i've seen in any movie ever yeah yeah um and the song and i know doug doesn't like skinner but that song goes so perfect i couldn't think of like many other songs that would fit this because oh, no this was that song was perfect the this. pace there, of it wouldn't have worked with other songs. Oh, the drums that, like it all choreographs and stabbing and then that last final death of the actual preacher itself or goes through his head and you just see his head slide down the pole yeah oh, it's yep. fucking beautiful it is fucking beautiful yeah very inventive shit in this movie and of course you're going to talk about this in the, in the next scene even though it was justified violence he wasn't in control yeah so I'm actually going to play a clip here um, this clip is it's really important to the story because it gives a lot of exposition of what's going on we get Valentine and then we also get Eggsy and Arthur together and it kind of just shows the levels and depth of what's going on in this and how like you're kind of these people don't really have like this is like when like a 
I can't call the cops. Like, they're in on this. Like, it's like, you know, we only have us. Like, we have the people in this room are the only people we can trust. What did you do to me? I had no control. I killed all those people. I wanted to. Clever, isn't it? In simple terms, it's a neurological wave that triggers the centers of aggression and switches off inhibitors. Transmitted through your nasty free SIM cards, I assume. You know what this is like? It's like those old movies we both love. Now I'm gonna tell you my whole plan, and then I'm gonna come up with some absurd and convoluted way to kill you, and you'll find an equally convoluted way to escape. Sounds good to me. Well, this ain't that kind of movie. That tends to happen when you shoot someone in the head. It feels good, right? No, no, it does not feel good. It feels fucking awful. What? You just killed how many people in that church? This is one guy. No, 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 they killed each other. Okay, send out the countdown clock. This party starts tomorrow. Psycho's doing. How many people around the world have got those SIM cards? Valentine can send his signal to any of them, all of them. If they all go homicidal at the same time, then... Indeed. And thanks to Galahad's recordings, we have Valentine's confession. The intelligence has been passed on to the relevant authorities. Our work is complete, and a most distinguished legacy for our fallen friend it is, too. And that's it? Come and sit down, boy. This is an 1815 Napoleonic brandy, and we only drink it when we lose a kinsman. Galahad 
was very fond of you. And on this occasion, I think it's acceptable for us to bend the rules a little. Are these all Kingsmen? Yes, they're uh, founder members. I want you to join me in a toast. To Galahad. To Galahad. Harry says you don't like to break rules, Arthur. Why now? You're very good, Exy. Perhaps I will make you my proposal for Galahad's position. Provided, of course, that we can see eye to eye on certain political matters. Can you guess what this is? I don't have to. Harry showed me. You click it, I die. I thought that brandy tasted a bit of shit. <laughs> Bravo. Valentine won you over. Somehow. Once he explained, I understood. When you get a virus, you get a fever. That's the human body raving its core temperature to kill the virus. Planet Earth works the same way. Global warming is the fever. Mankind is the virus. We're making our planet thick. A coal is our only hope. If we don't reduce our population ourselves, there's only one of two ways this can go. The host kills the virus, or the virus kills the host. Either way, the result is the same. The virus dies. So Valentine's going to take care of the population problem himself? Well, if we don't do something, nature will. Sometimes the culling is the only way to ensure that the species survives. And history will see Valentine as the man who saved humanity from extinction. And he gets to pick and choose who gets culled, does he? All his rich mates, they get to live. And anyone he thinks is worth saving, he's keeping them safe, whether they agree with him or not. And you? In Harry's honor, I am inviting you to be part of a new world. It's time to make your decision. I'd rather be with Harry. Thanks. So be it. us common types is that we're light-fingered. Kingsman's taught me a lot, but sleight of hand. Yes, they're uh, founder members. I had that down already. You dirty little fucking Another, right, Joe, you gotta provide some context. <laughs> Another long scene, but we're gonna talk about it right now. So, scene starts out with um, with Harry coming out of the church. He he just had this massive brawl. He doesn't understand why he did that. That's totally out of character for him. Normally, he would be under control because, as we've seen in this movie, he's a gentleman. He doesn't break a sweat when he fights. He actually breaks a sweat in this one. His hair is getting messed up. Like you know. He's disheveled a little bit. This is not him. 
Um, he does survive the fight and does win it because he still is, you know, badass fucking Kingsman agent. Uh, but as he goes outside, Valentine's in there and he asks what happened. And Valentine kind of, you know, ex- gives a little bit of the explanation to him of what's going on and, you know, got to break a few eggs to make an omelet, even though he doesn't like it. Um, and uh, we get we get our Bond villain moment where he just shoots him dead. And uh, that's the end of, you know, one of our heroes of this movie. Like, you don't expect him to die. <laughs> like, he literally just went through 200 to 300 people and and now he's just dead like that it's pretty fucking shocking yeah you weren't expecting it right like it's 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 like ned stark and his head taken off in season one of game of thrones spoiler alert (laughs) spoiler never saw it but you know i'll take your word for it yeah so um so uh he uh he, he he gets killed and then we we go back to you know Eggsy and Merlin, who were watching on the glasses, so they see this happen. They see their friend die, um, and you know they're visibly shaken and in pain because this is you know a person they are, they're remotely like, they're remotely like attached to like in in their way, mm-hmm. and um, so they they uh, you know work their way back towards headquarters, and uh, you know Eggsy gets there and he sees Arthur in the boardroom and Arthur's having a shot of the, the brand or the not brandy, the um, whiskey that is, is it whiskey? Is that what it was? No, it's brandy. It's it is brandy. brandy? Okay. Yeah. Oh, it is brandy. Okay. No, no, because he thought he thought or brandy was tasty. Yeah. A bit shitty day. That's right. <laughs> I'm thinking whiskey for, for uh, the Statesman. Um, yes. Uh, cause I, for some reason I was thinking they had Statesman whiskey in the Kingsman room. I don't know why, but no, it is brandy. Okay. Um, so, uh, Arthur offers him a shot even though he's not a member of the Kingsmen so he really wouldn't be you know part of it but you know he's he's also trying to give trying to give Eggsy like hey if you join me right now I'll give you whatever you want you just have to he's, he's basically making the devil promise like you know you can play this violin you know get this fiddle made of gold if you give me your soul uh, so but he's not going to Georgia <laughs> so anyways uh you know eggsy's eggsy's talking to him and he starts to realize that fuck arthur's been compromised he sees the little slit in the back of his ear um and we get valentine actually like finally like stating what he's trying to do he's basically trying to create a mass genocide to fucking bring the numbers of the population down on earth because that's the best way to you know Stop global climate, global warming. It's not. He's gonna Thanos that shit. Yeah, he's fucking mm-hmm. Thanosing it, except for he's taking more than fifty percent. No, that's true. Um, and you know, it's it's and he is not unlike Thanos. He's picking the you know the people he wants to save, like the rich people and like the good people. He is. Not, it's not like purely innocent, like where Thanos is like I'm just randomly doing fifty percent of people. Uh, yeah, it's so no chance. It's it's uh, what does your checkbook have to say? Yeah. So Eggsy, um, Eggsy's street smart. You know, he might not be the book smartest. He might not have went to Cambridge or Oxford, but he's street smart. And he kind of knows what's going on here. So right as, uh, you know, uh, Chester pours the, the glasses of wine or brandy. Fuck, I can't even get my alcohol it's straight. fucking brandy. It takes it a bit off. Yeah. The fucking brandy. Um, a- Eggsy distracts him. And as you come back to the table, he asks, oh, are those the original Kingsmen? And he's like, oh, yeah, he turns his head. Then you come back, you see the liquid in the glasses shaking a little bit. Um, but that's about the only, like, clue you got to what happened. And uh, they pick it up, and they 
take their shots and Arthur pulls up the pen, which we've discovered in room three earlier, activates a poison. And uh, he tells Eggsy, look, you could either, you know, join me or I'll kill you right the fuck now. And Eggsy sits back and goes, I'd rather be with Harry. I'd rather you just fucking kill me. Like, go ahead, do it. It ain't gonna hurt my feelings. So Arthur does it and uh, Eggsy has switched the cups. He did the old, uh, the old uh, battle of wits. Hey, did you fucking switcheroo on you, motherfucker? You thought we were fucking clever, did you? But but what he didn't realize was both glasses were poisoned. He's just been giving himself little bits of poison over the years so that he can get into it. Because <laughs> you killed my father. <laughs> uh, and uh, and Arthur dies, and that's that's where that that scene we just heard gets left. So um, did you did you notice when? Arthur calls him a little fucker. His accent, his proper, you know, aristocratic accent disappears. Oh, shit. And he falls into his true Cockney accent because oh, he never God. was a fucking aristocrat. He came from the same upbringing that Eggsy did, but he's self-loathing. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's, that's, that's a cool thing. He hated, I didn't notice that. he hated that about himself, so he hid it, and he, he, he would lash out at, at people like Eggsy for being like that, but he was like that. That makes I sense. Didn't catch that. I didn't catch that yeah. either. That's pretty awesome. That's Michael yeah. Caine's actual accent too. He's got okay. a Cockney. His natural accent is Cockney. So yeah, because he 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 was he he hid that all, the whole time from everyone because he hated himself for it. Oh, that's cool. That's yep. cool. Um. So Eggsy goes to Merlin and Roxy now with this information he's got, and uh, they basically decide they're gonna go to v Valentine's place and stop all this from happening. Um, he he has the phone that has the you know the countdown timer on it. It's got the encryption to get into the the base. Um, so on the way there, they're in the plane, and uh, Merlin pulls out this like crazy fucking contraption that's apparently from Ronald Reagan's days. It's like the uh, Star Wars program, where like it, it'll go to space and has a missile on it, and the idea is. Since the entire thing is controlled by a global ring of satellites, if if they blow up one of the satellites, it should stop it from working. So, uh, as Roxy is Lancelot, she gets tasked with going to space. Um, and they have this, like, contraption with these balloons on it that'll take her up, but they're going to blow up once they get to a certain height. So she needs to be careful, like, because once she gets there, you know, you get you only get one chance. This is your one chance. Mom's spaghetti. Yeah, pretty much. Something. Palms are sweaty. I just got spilled with mom's spaghettis. Yes. Yes. You better lose yourself. So, uh, so, so they, uh, they decide to split up, and um, and she gets dropped off in. They rest and they head towards the uh, the party. And when they're getting to the uh, entrance to the secret lair, which I love, he's like, no fucking way. He's got an actual secret lair. <laughs> it's in a mountain. <laughs> and there's like a little entrance. You see these like um, fucking surface to air missiles pointed at the plane, about to blow it out of the sky. And they get the password and they get through the gate. Um, now, inside. No, the code, but it checks out. <laughs> there's a vip room and and valentine's like why is everybody so sad and she's like well you're about to fucking kill like the majority of people on earth what do you expect them to do and um i pulled this quick little speech that valentine gives just because it's so fucking good like he he turns mass genocide into fucking party like like it's 1999 
Joe, did you see the uh, extended version of the scene? Um, I don't think so. Why? It continues on. And I will strike down upon these <laughs> great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought of some cool shit to say before you killed a motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> also, exactly. you know how I can never do voices? I found the voice Eric finally can't do. <laughs> yeah. <that's... laughs> you can't do Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Listen, after four fucking nine percent uh, Imperial IPAs, every voice is just this. Uh, I'm yeah. pretty impressed. I want to hear you four, do it, Doug. Four in. Come on, Doug. You do the you do the Ezekiel speech. What? Do the Ezekiel Pulp Fiction speech. No, that's all right. Thank ah, you. What's yeah, like, nah, I'm good. I'm it, good. What yeah. is it? It's Ezekiel 25, 17. God, yeah. it's so good. I fucking love it's that speech. Good. It's pretty good. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. That's <laughs> so yes. fucking good. Oh, I Listen, love it. After 4-9% beers, I can't do an impression of anybody. Oh, God. Yeah, not I, even yourself. I think I, might, I think I just might have realized another tattoo I'm eventually going to get. Uh-oh. Wait a minute, another? Well, because yeah, the first one getting is the, is the idiocracy one? one. The 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 that's my tattoo. Oh, I need my tattoo. I can't. You don't have a tattoo. Where's your tattoo? <laughs> I've got one of those. Kind of. I don't know if you can see it. Oh yeah. So when me and my wife were younger, we got matching tattoos, which is a very cute thing to do when you're younger. But when you're younger, and the idea was a rewind button which was popular when we were younger because we were still listening to cassettes and such shit the word today and then a fast forward button as a yesterday today and tomorrow kind of a thing and uh what we didn't realize at the time was when you tattoo lines that intricate 
they just fucking fart into each other as the years <laughs> go on and create like a, a gelatinous blob of ink. So the, the rewind and the fast forward, they're indecipherable. They're just like black squares on my wrist. Uh-huh. And But you can see the word today. Oh, so. yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's pretty cool. I like the story. Yeah, it's a good story. It's not as, as stupid as me getting the idiocracy tattoo on my wrist because <laughs> I don't have a tattoo. How am I going to fucking no, pay cool. if I don't have a tattoo? <laughs> We also, one time we were hanging out at the beach, we passed a tattoo shop and I said, you know what? I'm going to get a tattoo, write your name on my, uh, on my hip and I'll get it tattooed. So on my hip, I have my wife's name. Uh, Oh, I thought it was going to say the words, your name. (laughs) That would have been better. That would have been a better story. Uh, But she was under so much pressure because it was a tattoo that her signature looks nothing like her real signature. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, they made me do it for my notary because um, they're like, you have to sign your full name. Like, that's not how I sign my signature, though. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't write my full name ever. I just do a big J and a bunch of squiggles. No, no. Legible. Yeah. Joe, yeah. you got a J-O-E. Yeah. Yep. All right. So uh, back to this movie. Roxy is now high enough so she can actually get to the satellite. But as just as she's about to shoot her missile, one of the balloons burst, which these balloons look like testicles. By the way. <laughs> no, yes. It looks like a giant scrotum she's hanging from. Upside oh. down testicles. Yeah, because in space, no one can hear you. Uh, your testicles direction. No, see, in in space, the beans get above the frank. Oh, <laughs> that's another night. movie we got to do. How you get the beans? Are, how you get the beans on top of the frank? That's a movie yeah, we got to do that you. no one will question who picked. <laughs> <laughs> and last night, I was high enough to shoot my missile. So. You know what would be funny is if one of you guys picked that movie and then like she's like, oh, there's there's no way this has got to be a Joe movie because not only first it takes place in Miami, <laughs> like yes, yeah, yeah, that's, that's called fucking up the algorithm. Yeah, that, yeah, that'll really confuse the wives. Yeah, You're like wait a second, Joe didn't pick this. Oh. No, no, I picked I picked uh, Idiocracy Two. Oh god, <laughs> I wish they would have made that. Uh, they just called the Trump administration. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so one of her balloon, one of the balloons bursts, um, and she manages to shoot the missile right before the other balloon bursts, sending her plummeting back to the ground. Um, this is like the weirdest, like, like this made me like question like my abilities. Like I'm like I could probably do most of the stuff they're doing, but I couldn't do this. Like, like fucking flipping like G forces on your body. Like no, thank you. No, I had a barf right in my fucking spacesuit like two seconds. Um. But she does get her parachute out and lands. Uh, while we're doing this, Eggsy has now like got made his way into the party. Um, and he uh, finds the Scandinavian prime minister who has a computer. He's trying to figure out how to get to his laptop because he's trying to give access to Merlin to the in- in- inside network. Um, he uh, basically tranquilizes him and like kind of pushes him to the side and then gets on his computer and plugs it in. Um, but as he's getting ready to leave, guess who fucking shows up? Fucking British James Franco. From, yeah, early, <laughs> that guy. Uh, Charlie shows up and holds a knife to his throat, at which point he's outed. Valentine sees him and instantly goes, that, that's that guy's caddy. <laughs> his valet. <laughs> yes. Um, sees him instantly across the room and then like all hell breaks loose now. Um, uh, Eggsy zaps him and then fucking parkours down to the first floor, takes off running through the tunnels, which... These tunnels, there's how many fucking tunnels are in this mountain? Like, was this like an old salt mine or something they converted into a prison? Um, but there's every stormtrooper in the world trying to take him out. <laughs> 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 uh, 
It, which they must be stormtroopers because none of them can hit him. <laughs> like even yeah. though they have like assault rifles. Snow trooper Joe. Snow trooper. Oh, that's true. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. It does start out with Hamill in the snow, so I guess so. Yeah, that's totally that's totally uh, yeah. Yep. And some and something gets cut open, like you know, it's a dude instead of like one of those weird fucking horse dinosaurs. <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. Um so we we get down this hallway, Eggsy's running, taking out people, and um just like an ice planet, Eric froze for a second there. <laughs> yeah, my internet just fucking freaked out, bro. <laughs> um, so uh, he's running the hallway. Um, Merlin's giving him instructions back. Uh, Merlin, you know, right as like the countdown's going down, five, four, three, two, the missile blows up the satellite, and he puts his hand on it, and nothing happens, and Valentine freaks the fuck out. Like, what's going on? This should have just worked already. Um and I'm I'm assuming when he says E Man calling for the next sally, he's talking to Elon Musk. Oh fuck yeah! Um, I'm guess who Elon Musk was before we did. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, "Hey E Man, can I borrow you? You read my mind. Like, give me yeah. that satellite, bitch." <laughs> um, oh yeah, it's definitely him. Yeah. So they he he gets another satellite, which means the pressure's back on now, and because it's like it's biometrically locked, uh, Merlin can't shut it down. So Eggsy makes it all the way back to the plane. Just to turn around and go all the way back to the room he just left. <laughs> um, now, as he's running back down the hallways, uh, we start seeing the signal going live around the world. And we've got cities like London, Rio, New York. Um, we got a baseball stadium, a beach full of people, just streets. And, like, everyone's going fucking buck wild, like, beating the shit out of each other. Um, you see his mom. Uh, she, she's been told to lock the baby in the bathroom and throw away the key. And her, her, the mom's, like, like just ravaging this door trying to get to the baby to kill it um which is it's just fucked <laughs> yeah um totally total total shining reference there by the way oh yeah we we get uh this eggsy's in like a spot where he's trapped there's stormtroopers on one side snow troopers on the other he's in this little fucking doorway leaning against it and he's like merlin i'm fucked merlin's like yeah me too like there's a fucking anti-aircraft missile pointed directly at me like point blank range <laughs> um so all of a sudden, Eggsy gets this idea. Hey, remember those implants you said were no of no use to us? <laughs> and, oh my God, we get fucking the Disney World fireworks finale for the next like three minutes of heads exploding. Isn't it great? It's and like the music they set it to is perfect, and like it's all over the world. Like you see, pop, 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 and they're all fucking shooting the heads in the air with purple and orange and green and blue. You know, it's all the colors of your imagination are going out here. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't look great, but stylistically, it's awesome. It doesn't look oh, real, yeah. but like yeah. it looks yeah. fucking cool. <laughs> it looks cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, normally, it, it should have been a bunch of bloody head exploding, which would have been way fucking gruesomer. Also, why does our main character at this point turn into fucking Spider-Man in this sequence? <laughs> <clears throat> like my man can do fucking anything. It's amazing. Yep. Yeah, like make a handgun have like 75 bullets in it. <laughs> <laughs> He's shooting upside down and sideways and backflipping. And yeah. It's incredible. Um, we still haven't got to the scene apparently yet where it's a Joe movie. No, no we I have know not. exactly we have what not. scene. All right. Exactly We're still waiting for my wife to walk into the room. All right. Put wow. it to you that she way. waited really long. <laughs> she waited a long time. Yeah. She had a busy day. Yeah. So, um, once all their heads have exploded, uh, Eggsy's standing there and he hears the door behind him. Hey, hey, can you let me out of here? And he opens it. 
you're that princess, aren't you? <laughs> so uh, if I let you out of here, are you going to let me kiss you? <laughs> She's like, if you let me out of here, I'll just shove it in my ass. And there's where she walks in. <laughs> Thank you. I knew that was the scene. Yeah. She says, if if you say, the, I, I believe the, the line was, if you save the world, I'll let you do it in the asshole. Yeah, we can do it in the asshole. <laughs> yeah. And she yeah. walked in and said, oh, Joe picked this movie. <laughs> and it was frustrating because there were... There was like an hour and a half where it you know, was totally ambiguous. There was an hour yes. and 50 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it would have stumped yep. her good. You know, like, oh, man, was this the Doug? He loves the British movie. Is this a Doug movie? Did you pick this? Because, you know, graphic novel? Yeah. No. Uh, I'll let you do it in the asshole. Oh, Joe. <laughs> that asshole is ironic. <laughs> he, he just says, I'll be right back. He's yeah. like... I'll be right back because uh, we hear Valentine's voice come on. He goes, did you think I was stupid enough to put that shit in my own head? <laughs> um, which apparently he didn't put it in him or Gazelle. Uh, we get to this fight scene where it's basically like exiting Gazelle just fucking going at it. Uh, Kung Fu style again. You know, fight, 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 fight. Neither one of them are hitting each other. And then we get this one epic like Scott Pilgrim versus the world scene where they go at each other. And, like, she's got her fucking scissor legs. She's, like, scissor kicking. And he clicks his heels together and does the fucking Hail Hitler. And the fucking knife comes out. Um, and when they land, neither one of them looks like anything's happened to them. But he pulls his tie that's cut in half. And then she looks at her arm, which has got a cut on it. And then this green shit, the fucking poison, just goes through her entire body and she dies. Yes. Um, yeah. Valentine's up top with his hand on the thing. He's not even paying attention at this point. And he, like, rips one of her fucking Edward Scissor legs off and just fucking lawn darts that shit into his back. Oh, so great. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Valentine, you know, stumbles and falls out. And then the machine shuts off because, of course, it's biometrically um, operated. Because he doesn't trust okay, anybody. But, but how happy was the guy who pitched the idea that he pukes at the sight of blood? Yes. Oh, yeah. When he looks down at his own chest wound and then it, fucking projectile vomits all over yep. the camera. Yeah. That was pretty. Come on, man. That, was that was pretty great. fucking great. Um, and then uh, you know uh, he falls down to the floor, and we hear you know Roxy and Merlin celebrating. And uh, hold on, pause, pause a second. I I know we're running long, but I was eating Indian food when that scene happened. <laughs> oh and wow! I did not appreciate it. I had Indian. <laughs> I had. I made Indian food tonight. Oh, nice. nice. What's wrong with both of you? It's delicious. I love Indian food, man. What the fuck is wrong? I made butter chicken with coconut uh, ginger rice. Mm. Fuck that shit. Delightful. It was delicious. Sideways. With some naan. Oh, I'll eat the bread. Make the bread. I'll eat the bread. (laughs) Make the bread. I'll eat the bread. I Mm. love it, man. You know what it was? I I ate vegetarian for many years. And as I traveled it around, that was the only consistently tasty food that didn't have any meat in it. Was Indian food. I'm more of a vegetarian. Oh, God. Oh, no. We deserve that. And that's why this is a Joe movie. We did. Yeah. Yeah. I like how, like, the whole movie is very good until we get to the very end. And it's like, stick it in my ass. So... I, I did take the quick Valentine's last words. I thought that was a pretty pretty fun thing to have here. Fun? I don't think it played. <laughs> uh oh. No. Uh-oh. Okay, let's try this again. And now we have Valentine's last words. What's up, man? It's the part where you say something. 
really bad, huh? It's like you said to Harry. This ain't that kind of movie, bruv. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. And, and that was perfect. Yeah. And I like it because he's kind of happy that like his James Bond movie ended like a James Bond movie. Exactly. That's that's the bottom line for him. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah, he couldn't. It's like, you, it's like, you, it's like Harry said, go fuck yourself. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Uh, so we uh, get Eggsy. Now he's dead. He walks over, grabs two glasses and a bottle of champagne because he ain't fucking around anymore. He knows nope. where he's Mm-mm. headed. He walks back to the princess. And he's like, someone call the locksmith. The door's locked. Call the locksmith. <laughs> uh, which is a Robin Hood, Robin yeah. Hood reference again. Oh, speaking of the lock on the door, the code to get in her door is 2625. And if you do that on a phone, it spells anal and cock. <laughs> Oh God! Someone's as smart as me. Yeah. <laughs> That's some kind now of shit we, I would do. I will say this, Joe: the version that me and Doug watched was different than the version that you watched. Yeah. So we got to see a nice final shot. Oh yeah. Of, yeah. of a bare ass. Of our ass. Whereas yep. you did not, because I'm watching the version you sent. No, right no, now. it doesn't go all the way down. It just like. It, you got the FX weird, version of this. Yeah. I don't know how I just downloaded the 1080 version. That was the first one I saw. Holy shit. But yeah, it so like, it pans down from her head down the small of her back yeah. to her bare ass. Yep. In the version where that did, we saw. Where did you watch it on? I watched it on Plex, which, you know. Yes, I did was, too. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have that. But on your version, it like pans to the left of her yeah and then merle's like i ain't watching this (laughs) yeah yeah you you definitely got like the tnt yeah i don't know what happened i'm I'm very disappointed in myself at this point yeah disappointed in you like this is you know i was waiting for this moment look i was trying to like trick your wife into not thinking this was a joe movie if you would have played that version the version i sent you she would have not known she wouldn't have known yeah because uh, even even that bit of dialogue where she says like you know in the asshole wasn't it different in your version? Yeah. Yes. If you go back to it and actually watch it, like in the version I sent, it'll it'll like has this weird kind of cut where he's like, she's like says something and he's like, I'll be back and like it cuts off and then it's not like a continuous yeah. scene. It's like a cut. No. Definitely the FX version. Yeah. Uh, no. Fuck. Fuck. Fucking FX. Very um, disappointed. So Merlin turns off his video monitor and that's the end of the show, except for the fact that I have one more clip of the post credit scene and I wouldn't normally do this, but it's so good. I have to do it. And this is back at the pub. We walk in and we see Michelle and Dean sitting at the table and here comes Eggsy. Michelle, turn that shit off. It's doing my nutting. I rather like that song. Leave it on, Emma. Muggsy's back. You finally come to have that word with me, have you, son? Or are you going to run away again and pretend you're going to court dressed like that? Oh, you mean this? No. I know this bloke has just taken over a tailor shop on Savile Row. He's given me a job, Mum. Comes with a lot of perks, including a house. Come and live with me there, Mum. Come on. Sit down, you. 
only place she'll be visiting is you in fucking hospital. Do you hear? Just leave him alone, Dean. Exit, go. Please, just go, babe. Yes, he'd do as Mummy says. Why don't you ask that tailor friend of yours to knock up a nice chicken costume? It'll suit you, your mug. Do you call me chicken? As a good friend once said, manners maketh man. Hey, shut the fuck up. Eggsy, I'm gonna shove your manners up your fuck. <laughs> So, are we going to stand around here all day, or are we going to fight? As a good friend once said, nobody calls me chicken. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like they had to, they had that had to be from Back to the Future. Like that had to be totally. that reference. Totally, yeah. totally, man. Um, I just thought that was a like a really cool like homage to like his friend who died in the movie. Mm -hmm. To basically do the exact same thing and show him that he learned how to become a gentleman yes yeah so uh that was kingsman the secret service um i i mean we're gonna get into this here now but i, I will go ahead and hit this little bit of a music here first i am a movie critic by trade and until recently i got paid to tell you people which movies merely stink and which ones you shouldn't screen near an open flame well i'm putting the burden of lousy movies back on you it's very simple. If you stop going to bad movies, they'll stop making bad movies. If the movie used to be a TV show, just don't go. After Roman numeral two, give it a rest. If it's a remake of a classic, rent the classic. Tell them you want stories about people, not a hundred million dollars of stunts and explosives. People, it's up to you. If the movie stinks, just don't go. So, Eric, are you not entertained? Yes. I want you to go first since you're the virgin. I was so fucking entertained, man. Um, this was a pleasant surprise. Like I said, never seen this movie before. I knew the, I knew it was based on the comic, which also I never read from, I think 2012. So I had an idea that this was sort of in my wheelhouse, but I didn't really know. Um, I love the homages to like the classic spy movies, the campiness of it. Um, but aside from that, just the fucking inventiveness of the direction, like, like those fight scenes we talked about were, really entertaining because they did things that I didn't expect. Um, so all in all, this movie for me was, was highly entertaining, not the typical Joe movie threw me for a loop, except for the, uh, the <laughs> asshole stuff, you know, that's how I do it. I, I get you in. And then at the very end, surprise I'm just like, it's always the very end too. When you're like, you're like, okay, I'm kind of worn out. All right, here we go. <laughs> right up there um yeah. yeah man i i really enjoyed this i can't wait i can't wait to dig into like the sequels because i mm -hmm. know that there are multiple of them and i'm excited about it so for me this is a solid 4.0 out of 5 like this is mad high scores um nice 
I love it a lot. I, I, it, it cemented a place in my pantheon of favorite spy action thrillers. So four out of five. Hell yeah. Doug, Doug. All right. So I had the same reaction. I think we either talked about it off air or early in this episode, Joe, that I, so Tim, my son, Tim is the one who told me to watch the trailer when he saw it. And we were excited about it because we loved kick ass. We didn't know much about about Matthew Vaughn, but we were excited by the cast and everything else. So we went to the theater and saw it, not really knowing what to expect, and we were blown away. Like completely, you know, didn't 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 have any expectations and got blown away by it. And everything that Eric said, I mean, the the, the fight scenes, the the comedy, the smart humor, everything about it. It's it's a very cool movie. It is very, very high on my watch again meter. Yep. I mean, like, I'll, anytime it's on. I'll find, in fact, I watched this, I don't know, a month ago, maybe, just because it was on. I watched and like five times, the, version. five times in the last two days. <laughs> and, I, and I watched it, right? So I am going with a 4.3 on this one Ooh. because I love it so much. Nice. I, uh, I I obviously enjoyed this movie. I have fun with it. it. It delivers on what I want out of these kind of movies in I think it was well casted. I think it was well acted. I I love like the just brutality of a lot of this movie. Yep. Um, and I love they they pull tropes and like you know you, there's so many ways you can read this movie. Like they don't give you everything, but you figure some of it out, and then they slowly introduce you everything. I just I think it's so well made. Um, I'm actually gonna go way higher than both of you on this movie because I think this movie's like even higher than that. I'm gonna give this like a four point eight. Nice. I mean, this is like close to like a perfection type movie for me, and I can watch this a lot and not get tired of it. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yep. So, I mean, that's got to cumulatively put this movie at a pretty, as far as movies we've done, high ranking. I'll tell you in a second. Yeah, and I've watched this movie a lot of times, and I don't get tired of it like at all. If anything, I just find more stuff each time I watch it that, that I enjoy. So. It's 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 a pretty damn good one. Like, and it caught me that first time. Like, just like both of you said, like the first time I watched it, I was like, "What? Like this 21. is amazing." This puts it at number twenty-one. That's pretty good considering the the volume of movies that we've done and the volume of like excellent movies that we've done. Also, like oh, the yeah, fact yeah, that this yeah. is a fairly new movie. Yeah, absolutely. No, twenty-one is that's rock solid. I mean, that's that's over. We're closing in on sixty movies, I think. Yeah. Um, so that's Top that's third, Yeah. Yeah. No question. Nice. Well, yeah. If you haven't seen this movie like me prior to today, go watch it, man. You owe yourself. I mean, this was total retro escapism, but done really, really well. Really modern. Like you talked about some of that born identity influence in there. Yeah. Ah, oh, I've man. completely jumped over this too, but I don't want to. I want to say this before we're done. Um, his fucking dog named JB is not for fucking James Bond. It's not right. for Jason Bourne. It's no. for motherfucking Jack Bauer. Yeah, Jack exactly. Bauer. But which Jack Bauer? That's important. The the one from Twenty Four. Yeah, that's that's yeah. There's only one, right? That's what four uh, Imperial IPAs will do to you. I'm thinking of something completely different right now. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I just thought that was funny. Totally. 
go see the Kingsman movie. And and like I said, I'm stoked to see the sequels. Are you doing them as your next picks, or are you gonna wait a little bit, space them out? Um, I think I might do Golden Circle next, just because I don't want you to wait. Okay. <laughs> I want you to be able to watch it like as soon as possible, but I want it to also be freshly watched for the first time. You got Office Space queued up. I don't know what you That's want to true. do. That, That's but. true. I'm probably gonna replace it with this for Kingsman uh, Golden Circle. Okay. All right. Listen. I just want to give Eric the ability to watch this new movie while this is still fresh in his mind. He's allowed to watch movies that we don't. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I might. I'm trying to get into the Golden Circle tonight, if you know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> That's um, not my um, thing. <laughs> the butt stuff, yeah, but the no, the golden stuff, no, it's not. No, like no, that. no. We took that too literally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also, what if I was to tell you, Elton John plays Elton John in the Golden Circle? <laughs> Who else would he play? It would be my yeah, question. I know, but he's also quite a big part of the story he's not like a little like one no, cameo not. character he plays like a solid role in the part of two and, and okay eric I'm, the movie the movie has pedro pascal yeah has channing tatum yep oh and my. jeff bridges correct wow okay all right i'm so, uh, listen I'm and so julianne moore That's jesus right. okay yep yeah i'm in man i'm in i'm excited about it is and there a john denver tune <laughs> yeah okay it's, well now it's, i'm not really watching good. it Oh no no no! This is the one John Denver scene that's good. But okay, take right. me home. I trust you. Take me I trust home. You. Country roads. Oh okay. To yeah. the and you will cry. I belong. Will I really so. cry? I might. All no, right. you will. You definitely will. Shit. Okay. Yep. Yep. So, anyways, uh, we got some people we got to give some thanks to. Oh man, I don't have the list out. Hold on. <laughs> oh, you had one. Job. I know one fucking job. I was sitting here picking my ass all night. I probably need I to make sure all of them are right still here. fucking giving us money too. <laughs> that's well, right. we'll, they we'll get do a free one. First, Listen, we'll you do don't do have to first. do that. They get a free one tonight if the, if they were off the list. So yes, we have some people to thank. They are our Patreon members. Um, they are nice enough to subscribe to this show through Patreon.com. Uh, they are very important to us. You're all important to us. But these people go, they just go a little bit further. And look, we'd love to have all of you go just a little bit further. A buck a month, dollar a month, right? Right up the butt. Yeah, there you go. We'll do butt stuff. I mean, you know, we will for a buck a month. I'm yeah. I'm easy. That's pretty good But money. these people are already doing it. They've already got the butt stuff. Um, Not necessarily from me, but they do. Anyway, we're going to think. I'm stopping now because I'm looking at this list going, you know what? This conversation is not suitable for some of the people on this list. Yeah, hold on. If you <laughs> Namely wanna, the first one. If you want to like so, do this right, let's uh, let's see where. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to move away from that. But anyway. Ours is more like this, ready? Yes. Our uh, founding member, Miss Hannah Christ. Uh, then we've got Peter Bianco. Next, from the Tone Jerks podcast and the Second Button podcast, Brian Gower. Uh, next, from our co-host from the Just Surprising podcast and the Sharing Maps podcast, Mr. Will Lehu. Uh From the Signal Path podcast, the Texas State Boggle Chance podcast, and the Texas Size 10-4 podcast, Tony DeGraw. We've got Mr. Michael McVeigh. Tony and Michael will contributing heavily to the Masters Patreon chat, which, by the way, if you give us a buck a month, you can be part of that chat room, too. It's very fun. Um, we want to thank Michael for that. Uh, next, Mr. Adam Al-Sayed. And another Michael, Mr. Michael Van Zandt. Thank you, Michael. And last but definitely not least, Mr. Hugh G. Rection. 
Thank you, misdirection. And that's we it. Would, yeah, we we would also be remiss not to thank show sponsor Mo DeWitt DeWitt Law. Mo, Mo, Mo. If you are injured on the go, just call Mo. Mo, Mo. If you have legal questions, just call Mo. Yep. Uh, if you're, uh, I don't know, sideswiped by a British dude driving backwards, getting away from the cops, just call Mo. Yeah. Mo. If you're being unduly influenced by signals from a SIM card you just put in your cell phone and you manage to survive that encounter, you can call Mo. Just call Mo. To yeah. get some recompense, definitely. What if you get, you get cut in half by scissor legs? That would uh, be yeah, a call I don't know Mo. if you call Mo. Yeah. You can if you. If they you saw you back together, if you're able, yeah, yeah, you know, electrocuted by a fucking uh, gadget signet ring, fifty thousand volts to the temple, you can call Mo. Yeah, um, you know, unwanted anal advances, <laughs> <laughs> just call Mo. Yes. Yep. But yes. Thanks again to Mo, and and I am performing my part of this podcast from the comfort of my home studio in my Mo branded valentine's day pajama pants um it was impossible to take a picture of myself in these pants without just accentuating my dick so <laughs> I, it, I mean it's part of it i got pajama it's pants on too but i just don't have mo on them also what's up yeah. with the underwear behind you um, we talked about we that. talked about that yeah that is underwear that is signed by uh barry, barry bostwick. bostwick from rocky heart picture that's Show. right that's yeah. Brad. That's Brad in his, uh, in his tidy whities Totally, totally. Yeah. But yeah, check out Mo DeWitt's webpage for free and cheap stuff. So these are these are obviously hilarious pajama pants I'm wearing. I did the art for them. It's Mo's face in a heart, but they're objectively the most comfortable piece of clothing I know. <laughs> nice. It's, it's kind of funny. Um, yeah, Probably check a good multitasker. Out. Totally, totally. And, uh, we thanked all we need to think. I think there's really only one thing left to do. Yeah, there yeah. is. Lights, bruv. <laughs> Camera, bruv. Hold on. I'm trying to decide whether to do a British accent or a lisp. Oh, my God. Uh, fuck off. This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. Maybe you get in an accident chasing down a homicidal liquid metal machine from the future, or a time-traveling car sends you skidding into a truck full of manure. Perhaps a homicidal child cracks your skull open with a paint can this holiday season. Mo understands that every case is unique. If you're injured on the go, just call Moe.